Hi, I'm Russell Robertson and welcome to the Arguments About Footy Over Coffee podcast, part of the Ladbrokes Listen Network. I'm here with former Magpies Premiership Captain Nick Maxwell at his business centre, Eclat, to discuss the big topics. Who is the Premiership favourite? Should the Brownlow remove the fairest from the title? And are club lists too big? Going out now on the Ladbrokes Listen Network. Here we go. All right, thank you very much. You're welcome. Good on you. Thanks. Hey, Lexi, I'm noticing there's a lot of black and white in this. I let you choose the place, and of course, it's black and white everywhere. As there should be, and I'm glad that you wore your black shirt and I wear my white, like, mate. So I matched up. This is respect, my friend. <laughs> I and appreciate it. I was going to wear red and blue after a tremendous victory against the Magpies, mate. I'm, I couldn't have picked a better week to catch up. No, it's good. It's good for you to get one because if you couldn't beat us on Monday, we were never going to beat us. You're so charitable. That's what I love about you, Nicky Maxwell. No, look, it was a tremendous game. Uh, you've had the Woodovers for a long time, but I'm, I was thinking about it all week. I've been going, well, the Magpies, they were the real deal. Yep. But is it Port Adelaide? I don't know. Everyone's saying Collingwood's going to win the Premiership this year, but then Port Adelaide, they're just sneaking up. Mate, you've got to be a little bit scared about Port Oh, so you think it's Port? I think it's Port. So you don't even think it's Melbourne? Well, I mean... That's typical of you, mate. That is typical of you. You don't even follow the people that you barrack for. We haven't been great, and and I've got to give respect where respect is due. And Collingwood, what I'm really like, I've got to give you something. Collingwood play a really great brand of football, but I think Port Adelaide are playing a better one at the moment. You've got to convince me... Who, how do they beat Port Adelaide? Well, it's not even a conversation. Like, it's, it's easy to do. Like, we already smashed them earlier in the year. Bloody Collingwood supporters. Pies, we're just ready to roll. We haven't had anyone playing for us, injuries, just filling gaps all over the place. We didn't have Ruckman for the first six uh, weeks. That's all I hear. Oh, we don't have a Ruckman. Well, that's because you gave one away. Thank you, Correct. by the no, way. We thought, he's he's played really well. Obviously, he's a very good player, and we thought, yeah, it'll be good for you guys. But um, we've, we've, got, we've got ours back now. We've got big Coxie uh, there. We've, Big Coxie. Um, and we've Big got bird. Das. Das is doing his job as well, Darcy Cameron. So but see, you've got need, Coxie, mate. you've got a Ruckman. There, yeah, we didn't have one, they were injured. So <laughs> yeah, okay. now they're all right. right, now we're fine. Okay. And, all right. and we've been through all the tough part, we've been through the injuries, going in the bye, yep. two losses, mate, it's all set up. I love that Port Adelaide midfield. Tell me how you stop names like Butters, Jason Horn Francis, then you've got the old blokes like Bokey and Wines. There, there is so much talent in that middle. And that's, I mean, as much as I hate to say it, you yep. hate to say it because we're back, you're back on yep. forward. Those mids are amazing. Yeah, Rosie goes all right as well. Rosie, um, that, another and, name. And again, they're a very good team. That's hence why they're equal top of the ladder. Yeah. So it's definitely going to be a challenge having to beat them. But at the same time, um, I think the Pies midfield goes all right as well. And yeah. to go is probably his best season. Um, you throw Nick Dacos in there. Yeah, you've still got Pendlebury to come in and do what he needs to yeah. do. Yeah. You've got Mitchell and Taylor Adams as those in and under that can get to work. So yeah. Yeah. I think there's a really good balance amongst it all. Yeah. Um, and you've still got guys like Josh Dacos you can throw through, Crisp. So it's plenty there. I, I feel sorry for Josh Dacos because because like, I'm the day cost, I'm the man, and then the younger <laughs> brother comes along and just, he's unbelievable, isn't he? Like, he is, he he's is. He's better yeah. than his brother. Yeah. yeah, well they both are though. I mean, last year um, he was in the All-Australian squad, mm. Josh was, so mm. just shows how good he is. Um, but the good thing is that he's actually lifted his game as well over yeah. the last 12 months since his brother came in. And yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's some sort of freak Nick, but again, he's gonna get more and more attention, so he's gonna have to keep working. I worry about Collingwood's forward line, yep. just a little bit, because you've got Dixon in Port, at Port Adelaide, but you've got a tremendous back line at Collingwood. Uh, it's probably the, the part of, for Port Adelaide that they need to get a little bit better. They're, they're very serviceable. You being a backman, you probably look at that. But I look at the forward lines and I go, 
Dixon, he's such a beast. How do you stop a big man like that? But then you look at that forward line for, for Port Adelaide as well. That's my worry about Collingwood, the forward line. Port Adelaide have got Finlayson, yep. Big Dixon. He's huge. Yep. How do you stop him? You've got to convince me they're not going to kick goals. How do you do that? Well, the way that Collingwood plays is try and not let the ball get down there for a start. Yeah. So all that pressure's <laughs> yeah. further up the ground. True, and true. I mean, you go back to when uh, our sort of good team through those 2009, 10, 11, 12 years mm. was it was all front half play. So yeah. you win your stoppages, you get it forward, and then that high pressure yeah. um, is just what makes it difficult to even get down there. So um, that pressure also means they kick the ball up high. And when they kick the ball up high, you've got guys like Howe and Murphy and all these guys yeah. coming from all angles. How far away is Howe? Uh, I reckon he'll play after the bye, yeah, from what I've been hearing. So he's been injury. training. Oh, yeah, it was shocking. a bad yeah, injury. Yeah, you don't yeah. want those ones. Nah. Uh, but uh, there is one thing that's going to really hurt Port Adelaide, and that's Koshy's retired. So he's going <laughs> to be spending a lot more time around the club, isn't he? Yeah, well, by the sound of things, he might be. So uh, we'll see if that's influential. <laughs> that might hold him back just a little bit. But then you've got Eddie as well. So well, uh, he's been gone away. I haven't heard I'm much not, from I'm Eddie not gonna over the last eight months. I shouldn't no. bag Eddie because they might send out a hit on Mate, me. Mate, uh, he, he saved the club. He was, uh, we, were, we were gone. We were, oh. We were at Vic Park. I was at Vic Park in Vic the first Park. Yeah, sort of 18 months. And tell you what, there was, uh, there was rats everywhere. There was Steve McKay. Is it Steve McKay, the old ruckman? Got, yes. Got Legionnaires disease yeah, or something like spa. that. Yeah, yeah, that was before I got there. So the spa wasn't even working by the time I got there. We were, we were in disarray. But what was going on in that in. spa? I want to oh, know. Uh, so I say, Wed came in and fixed it all for us, saved us. And uh, and obviously we've, we've rebuilt it. So it does still get used. But at the same time, um, moved us across the AIA Centre. Yeah, well, look, I think that Collingwood's back line is probably the best part of your team, but then you've got some some kids going through. Maybe the injuries, you're convincing me a little bit there that Port Adelaide got a full deck of cards at the moment, haven't yep, they? And yep. they're playing as good as they will play. That's what makes me think that they've got you, but I, I, I'm not certain. Yep. That, that those Dacos boys, oh my God, Pendlebury can step out and go, okay, boys, you can take over now. Okay. You See you later. Oh, I didn't even mention Steel Sidebottom, who Who's very selfishly well. hurt his knee in his 300th game when all of us went down there to watch him play. And, he, he's never had an injury in his life and he hurts his knee 10 minutes in. There's no doubting about you Collingwood boys. It's just one eye all the way. Everything else can just bugger up, right? 100%. It's the only way. And that's, that's the way it's our fans like it too. Probably poisoning this coffee too. Because you own this joint, don't you? <laughs> Good one. Maxie, I know you, you love your Collingwood Magpies. You're all about the history of the club. You're all about tradition. What do you think of the Brownlow medal? Is it still a viable thing to your mind? Well, it's one thing that has to change because they've made all these rule changes. So what wasn't a suspension going back 5, 10, 15, 20 years mm. now is. There's so many little things to do with tackles and it's not to do with um, the, the aggression on someone. It's just the rule changes and how we're trying to protect the head. So they've got to drop the fairest part. It's a really good point that you make. Well, I... I I firmly believe that if you go out there and, and, and use aggression and, and, and you're unfair and you belt guys, then you don't deserve to win the ultimate prize. It stops you. It's, it's one thing that stops you from going out and doing that. Yep. But you're saying the rule changes, Brownlow's not changing. The, the rules for the Brownlow's not changing. Well, the same tackles that didn't get suspended yeah. 10 years ago get you suspended today. Well, maybe it's like if the tackle thing isn't a part of it. Because yeah. this is the, I, I agree with you, the tackling thing, the, well, you and I were told to go out and tackle hard. That's Correct. the one thing with rugby, one thing about You get in and you tackle, you smash and bring him to the ground, but you're not allowed to do that anymore effectively. Well, I mean, it even there's a flow and effect into actually all the rules that have come on. Uh, mm. If you go back and watch a game from like the 80s, they would come in, 
the whistle would be blown by the umpire when there's a tackle within mm. one to two seconds, really quickly. Yeah. Now, they were get it out, get it out, and they're fighting tackle, fighting the tackle. So you've got to hold on even stronger yeah. and then try and take them to ground so they can't fight that tackle and get it out. Otherwise, Monday morning, the coaches go, hang on, you you let him get it out, and then obviously there's a flow-on effect. So yeah. you go back to the 80s, blow a quick whistle, he'd get in, he'd grab the ball, and he'd just throw it straight up. <laughs> and whoever's there to contest mm. would contest. Mm. Now... They go blow the whistle after four or five seconds. Mm. That means another 15 players come to that pack. It mm. means they're waiting for the ruckman to catch up. So they're watching, where's the ruckman? Who's going up? Here's another five seconds by the time they get there. Then there's 30 players around the ball. And then you've got to blow it up. So of course there's going to be more contact. There's going to be more injuries the in there. The reason why they're doing this and they're going to keep it the same is because there's so many head knocks these days. Guys are coming forward now with lawsuits against the AFL. They're scared. They have to... They've just got to keep this the way it is. But, but that's but that's um, it, more reason not to do it. Yeah. So if there's more people around, clearly there's going to be more chance of head injury. Mm. If you blow the whistle really quickly in a tackle, yeah, right, get okay. it and just throw it up. Yeah. That that next rule about throwing it up was because um, over two seasons, yeah. a couple of uh, ruckmen got a few knees in the kidneys because it was a third man up yeah, rule. Yeah, if yeah. you blow it and throw it up and anyone, just whoever's there can go for it, that changes all that again, and it means that there's 20 less players at that contest. Well, you worked for the Storm, right, for a long time, and, and they've changed their ruling, anything to hit in the head before. It was like, yep. get hit in the head, well, that's just part of the game. If a shoulder gets somebody in the chin, then that gets looked at now, doesn't it? Yep. So they're trying to clean their game up because they're worried about guys coming forward with this, like the, the advent of CTE, I know it's always been there, but they've discovered in the American football, great movie, uh, yep. Will Smith, check yes. it out. Uh, <laughs> but they're scared of all of this, so they have to, they've got to draw the line somewhere. You hurt somebody, you can't win the brown line. I understand 100, no, I understand 100% that you do have to protect the head. Mm. But as I said, you didn't sling to the ground in 80s because the whistle was blown so quickly and yeah, you were right. ready for the next contest. Yeah. Whereas now, they fight it, fight it, fight it. And of course, you've got two strong guys going at it. You're going to end up taking them to ground. Now yeah. you've got to actually take them to ground, but then you've also got to caress their head and make sure they go down <laughs> nice and softly. Come on. That's crap. I love it. Go that. in, blow the whistle, throw it up, and then we just go for it again. Yeah. And the game continues. Like putting your baby into the cot. Oh, it's ridiculous. And but but it's they're asking players to do things yeah. that don't come natural. It's not natural, true. It's it, rubbish. I, I agree with that. In fact, you you've probably changed my mind here. Well done. I knew you'd be good at this. <laughs> Collingwood guys, Collingwood guys, they know how to argue, don't they? <laughs> but it's true, it's true. It's unnatural, it's an unnatural movement. And I like the idea of Let's do it quick because we want the game to be quick. So yep. as soon as there's a tackle, righto, it's done, stop. But they wait until they're actually on the ground. Oh, let's see what you do. Oh, you're reported. So do we want the game to be consistently playing or do we want more stoppages? Mm. We want it to keep flowing, we right? We want it to flow. So you go in, tackle's laid, blow the whistle, grab it, throw it up within two seconds, yeah. and whoever's there is there. There's going to be less players around. It means the ball's going to flow more, yeah. and it means there's less stoppages, less like they, they talk about, you said about rugby. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. There's more and more players around the ball. It's just like you, Collingwood guys, though, because I was there at the game, and as soon as like, it's a finger on it's, if Mel Melbourne's got the ball and there's a finger on by a Collingwood. Ball! 100%. That's what we want from the crowd. So you're saying just do that? <laughs> yeah, just go, go for it. But clearly, I mean, the umpires, they're smart enough to know that. Just blow it, throw yeah, it up, yeah. let's go. No, you changed Again, your mind. Wait, and what are they waiting for the Ruckman to get there for? Yeah, yeah, true. Those slow, lumbering <laughs> <laughs> Ruckman. No, just get it going. Just, just a couple. You know what like they do with the under-14s or the under-10s? Oh, you can you, rock you. you can rock Correct. Go for it, boys. Just throw it. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares who's in the rock? <laughs> cares about Ruckman. You've changed mine. Argument one. Good. Maxie, I've got another argument for you. I feel like lists are too big these days. 
I don't know if you realise, there's two rookie listers sitting right at this table. Two poster boy rookie listers too, <laughs> if you don't mind. I reckon we set them up with the rookie list, didn't we? I was, I was on 18 grand before tax my first year as a rookie, so uh, I was actually working at Telstra every Thursday because I couldn't afford to live. God, these kids today don't know how good they have got it. <laughs> but coming off the rookie list, you can't play senior football when you're on the rookie list. Yep. That's what that's all about. The supplementary list, I think it's the same. It's just having, a, it's kind of like work experience kids, isn't it? That's what we were. Yep. But I was looking at uh, the, the stands the other day at the, at the MCG and I could see all these players just sitting there that not doing anything. They're playing in, aren't lists too big at the moment? There's 42 guys plus another five or six more. Well, you've you've got your VFL as well, so you've got to fill up your VFL list as Get well. Get rid of the so, VFL. <laughs> no, 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 the standalone <laughs> VFL clubs. Keep the VFL. Yeah. Bring back the VFA. <laughs> but you need, um, even now, like you get a concussion now, you're out the next week as well. And that's across your AFL, it's across your VFL. So mm. there's a lot more Two of weeks. that type of thing Two where you get out. sat down and you miss out. Yeah. Um, look, for me, it's perfect to start bringing in loans. The loan loans. system is exactly what you should be doing. So rugby oh, league, like the rugby yeah, league you yeah. see in the EPL, we actually can loan someone out for a period of time. So yeah. um, that allows those to actually have a really healthy list that they can't play everyone. So you might have someone who's on the borderline getting the game, they're running around the VFL. Yeah. All of a sudden you might get a draft pick or you yeah. get just some salary cap relief, whatever that is, or you want to give that kid some experience at another club, yeah. but then they come back to you later on. So yeah. that's the way to do like it. But the medical sub, he sits there the whole time, doesn't <laughs> play the game, and then he's running up down the MCG at the end of the game. You could say to him, no, nah, go and play for Port this weekend. Well, you still get the match payment too, which is even worse. It still counts as a game. They have enough to go on the ground. That's, that's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> didn't think of that. Hey, I just thought of something. Like, you guys didn't have any Ruckman. Correct. We could have loaned you back Brody Grubby. <laughs> we could have him back. We needed him for about a month there. He wouldn't have got booed. Correct, correct. <laughs> but it's it's so obvious that that's a way we could do it. You look at West Coast this year. Oh it's been God. an absolute shambles. No. But they've, they've had 18 or 19 to pick from most mm. of the year. So mm. they've been playing these players that just aren't ready. You I can get someone from another club, bring them in, and they can actually be someone you, you loan for that period of time. I like that. I love that idea, but I still think you could get away with 30 players on your list. Get rid of the standalone VFL clubs. You've got a, Collingwood's got a standalone yep. VFL club. Let's just go back to uh, um, the, the, the sharing scenario because you can get top up players from anywhere. Have 30 guys on the list. There's less. I, I know there's less competition, but there's a lot of guys just sitting around doing nothing, and you're paying them too much. It's it's money. There's not enough money. You for can this. tell that you haven't been inside a club for a long time because this is the biggest load of garbage I've ever heard. <laughs> You have I'm to be. You need so your hard. development system. You need your players to actually come through that system and know know how to play the game. So when they actually come to the MCG, mm. they're ready. They're not just coming in from some local footy thing like you're talking about. Yeah, no. You need them to be playing at a certain standard to understand the game, so they can actually come in and have an impact when they come to AFL. Otherwise, it's going to drop off even more. It's like you bring, bringing in that bloody Tassie team. I'm sure you would have been right behind that. <laughs> that was, yeah, it was my. There's, idea, there's not enough bloody players as there is, and all of a sudden we're bringing in another team. And, and honestly, I'm wrapped for them, and I love that there is going to be one yeah, come in. Yeah. But the dilution of the talent, like no, that's going to be a real this issue. Is what you do, you go to each Tassie goes to each club. You know, like you do at a training drill where there's too many on that there's we need to open up another cone so two from that cone two from that cone two from that cone <laughs> go to that cone we'll do that with the afl that's i think that's what's going to happen that's a model that yeah. works i don't think they've worked out what it is but it's about what four or five years until they come in uh yeah, yeah there's going to be plenty of players missing mate, mate i'm all look 
you know me, I'm a good guy, but I love money. And I reckon <laughs> there's more money for individuals if you have less on the list. I understand exactly where you're coming from and it's exactly what I expect from someone who just took hangers, didn't chase, didn't yeah. tackle, do any of the hard stuff. <laughs> All he wants is his cash. You, you wouldn't even pay for your coffee. Maybe no, you have to pay for it today for you. That's why I chose your cafe. <laughs> exactly. I knew exactly. I would get a free coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Rookie listers, we didn't get paid much back Correct. in the day, mate. Correct, yeah. And I, I didn't even when I got on the senior list. At least you made a shitload of money afterwards. Um, mate, uh, I'm telling you, you need that list. You need the list sizes right. But the loan system yeah. is the way that you actually be able to share between clubs, get experience for your players coming yeah. through. It means they're not sitting and rotting in the VFL mm. if they're a player that can't quite get in. Um, young Dow from uh, Carlton's a perfect example. Yeah, He's yeah. getting 30 every single week. I'm sure he'd get a game in another club. For whatever reason, he can't break into the Carlton midfield. Um, perfect example of a way you can do it. So you could go to another club and, and get this experience and add to your ability, add to your game and bring it back to, to your, your, your original club and, yep. and be a better player. I think coaches would probably like that. And you could even get a situation where you're, you have a club, say, um, use Collingwood example with the Rucks, yeah. you might get to six rounds out before the end of the, end of the season for the yeah. finals and they might have a couple of injuries. Yeah. So another club that isn't going to play finals, you can go and loan one of those Ruckmen to there's, come in for that period so of time. There's so many benefits with it, but it's the Daisy Pierce thing, get out of our change room because you work for Geelong now. We can't have you in here. <laughs> what about that, though? Guys will be going in and learning secrets. Well, if you think they're going to help your team, then that's what you want, surely. Yeah, if you right. think they're going to help your side, you're prepared to take that risk. But at the same time, you might actually get to the end of the season and go, you know what? He was a real advantage to us. Why don't we give you a trade? We'll trade you a draft pick for him. Yeah. And he actually becomes a permanent player with you. I don't think I've won one argument with you since I've been here, mate. <laughs> I'm just happy to get the free coffee. <laughs> well done, mate. You win again. Thanks, buddy.